look forward to retirement and avoid the pitfalls. Keep listening for ways to maximize your retirement income. More Than Money with the Popowich Carmelli Advisory Group, CIBC Woodgundy, on News Talk 770. Welcome back. You're on News Talk 770 and More Than Money. You're here with Dave and Faisal. Faisal, we, uh, we're going to talk a little bit about um, dementia. We often talk about it uh, locally and it's an impact, but this is a worldwide issue. We've yeah. got uh, Dr. Yves Jeanette, who is a scientific director, Canadian Institute uh, of Health Research, Institute of Aging, also the chair of the World Dementia Council. Nobody better to help us understand the unfortunate trend, I think, that's taking place here. Yeah, it's it's. it's very interesting because what we're hearing about, not just here in Canada, but like you mentioned globally, I was doing some research on China, Dave, and, and the amount of, of dementia cases growing in in China is huge. And they don't have the type of, I'll call it infrastructure, to deal with uh, these types of issues uh, like we have in North America. And so to see how it's a worldwide problem uh, and all the research that can come out of it now that it's becoming a worldwide mm-hmm. problem uh, is also promising because we'll be able to get more information and more research on it too. Uh, Dr. Jonette, I want to welcome you to the show. Thank you. Pleased to be here. Well, um, according to some new data that was released uh, by the Public Health Agency of Canada, more than 400,000 seniors currently living with dementia in our country. Um, it's an increase of 21% over 10 years. Let's maybe just uh, address the tough question right up front. Why? What's going on? Well, uh, it's uh, part of the cost associated with the fact that we have uh, more lives, more more years to live. Uh, the main uh, risk factor for dementia is age, and the risk factor increases as we uh, increase the age. Now, uh, the uh, pop- Canadian population, like the population globally, uh, is is aging, and it's uh, good news. The bad news is that it comes with some higher risk of developing diseases that cause dementia, and these. Uh, diseases are even more uh, frequent when we get older. And since currently the uh, booming uh, Canadians are the centenarians and the oldest among the older, well, uh, then we have the perfect storm here. Okay, so it's an aging population uh, issue. What? So, so walk me through sort of the risk factors here. If it's just age, then I'm interested in that uh, research, Faisal, that you're talking about from China, because I'm not sure Ch- the Chinese population would be an older population relative well, well, to the Western developed. Well, it is actually. Is when it? you look at the data from China, they are aging probably at a faster rate than the, uh, the, the North American yeah. population, especially okay. Canada. So versus us in Canada. Now, some parts of Japan and Europe, not so, not so much, but China is aging. Uh, what was interesting that I saw in the data here, uh, Dr. Jeanette, was that uh, we saw uh, there's a difference between men and women when it comes to dementia. Tell us about the difference and why is there that difference? Yes. Uh, well, first of all, yes, you're, you're, you're right. China is aging, and like Canada, it will become in 2050 one of the 50 countries in the world which will be super aged. In, in, in other words, like Japan today, more than 30% of the population, more than 60. But uh, back to your question about uh, uh, women's and, and, and dementia. Yes, indeed, two out of three people living with dementia are women. Uh, 
And eight out of 10 caregiver, because, uh, you know, when dementia strikes, it's not only the person living with dementia, it's also those caring for uh, the person with dementia. Now, why is it that two out of three uh, person living with dementia are women? Essentially, we don't know. Uh, and it's not only because uh, we, uh, that, that woman lives a little bit longer. I told you age was the main risk factor, but it does not account for this. So that's why we need to really boost research in order to understand the uh, sex difference in this disease. So is there other factors beyond age that can kind of guide us through whom will be receiving or be diagnosed with dementia versus others? Um, is there other issues? Is it dietary? Is it environmental? Like, what other, other risk factors do we see when it comes to dementia? Well, uh, thanks for asking, because indeed we can play, we, if, we, if we don't have the cure for dementia, um, we can certainly um, diminish the risk factor. The first uh, set of risk factors are those uh, which are linked with vascular health. So anything that's good for your heart is good for your brain, whether you do exercise, eat well, and so on. So that's, that's excellent, because it will diminish the uh, probability that you will uh, engage into the sequence of event that you will have this disease causing dementia. And then just by the way, the disease in the brain causing dementia starts about 20 to 30 years before any clinical signs. So that's not a very good news, but at the same time, it is a good news because that's a point in time where we can have some influence. The other risk factor to, to, to look at is to um, uh, make sure that your brain is ready to um, battle dementia if, if, if it should happen, and, you, should, and you, be, you would be able to delay the first signs of dementia, uh, keeping your, your, your brain active. Learning uh, a second language and, and practicing it, it has been shown, for instance, to delay the first signs of dementia by up to four or five years. Mm -hmm. So this is, this is things that we can do. And in fact, we, uh, we have the perfect country to do that. So Canada has played a role when it comes to research and also finding some solutions to the challenge of dementia. Where, where have we contributed as a country and what are some of the, the pieces of research that we are, we are leading the pack when it comes to dementia? Well, certainly the uh, vascular dimension, uh, I mentioned the vascular health, and so understanding the link between uh, vascular health and uh, the neurodegenerative process, the brain process itself causing uh, those diseases such as Alzheimer is an area where we have been uh, making uh, lots of contribution. Another uh, uh, area is, in fact, the whole approach. Uh, the approach to research on dementia in Canada is now extremely collaborative. It is inspiring all over the world, the other countries, and Canada really has a uh, what I would call an Olympic team of researchers working under the same tent, uh, whether they are from Toronto, from uh, Vancouver, from Montreal, from uh, 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 they, they They work together and they, uh, they, they, they look at not only uh, preventing the disease, but also making sure that there are solutions and care systems uh, adequate for those living with dementia today. So I think the comprehensiveness and the collaborativeness really characterizes what is, doing, what is being done in terms of research in Canada today, which, which are keys to the future. I'm, in, I'm interested just to go back for a second on the, um, uh, the stats. So we see an increase of, call it 21% in the last 10 years. Um, I, I don't think the, the age, uh, uh, like the, um, what am I trying to say, the life expectancy of people has increased 
materially in the last 10 years, but we've seen this big increase in, in uh, you know, this 21% increase. Is that, is that a diagnostic issue? We can now diagnose it better. Um, or is it environmental? Or again, are there other factors that, that this would indicate we should be looking uh, at lifestyle choices, environmental, or whatever the case may be? Well, the steep curve uh, that you mentioned uh, is in fact linked with what I was uh, previously saying, that it's not only the aging of the population, but it's the uh, in- enormous increase uh, of the oldest among the older. Oh. So, for instance, the centenarians have, have uh, uh, increased for about 300% over the last 10, uh, 10 15 years. So, uh, and, and since the risk factors are really, really uh, increasing uh, I- amazingly with age. So, for instance, uh, if you're 65, it, it may be 3 4%, but uh, all those 85, 90 and plus, it's 30 to 40% right. Right. of people living with dementia. So that, I think, is the, is the main uh, cause of, of, of this steep uh, increase. And one, just one last question, I guess, before we have to uh, to leave you, uh, Dr. Joanna, is the there's an increasing popularity um, in in doing genetic testing, and so we personally, I've personally done this, and my brother and I are interesting. Um, I do not have the gene variant for Alzheimer's. My brother does. My my question to you is, can we can we deduce anything from that? Is uh, he has the gene variant, so um, it, does that mean ultimately uh, he can conclude that at some point he's going to have dementia, or is this uh, controllable again through lifestyle decisions and so on and so forth? So um, I'm, I'm sorry because just the the, uh, the line was bad here, but uh, re- regarding the um, uh, risk factor of the genetic um, characteristic of someone, it's it's really uh, uh, you know an adding factor. It's not a determining factor. Okay. Uh, there's very few cases of dementia where indeed um, genetics is the main dominant factor. This is really a, a small proportion. But it, it, it has to be taken into account, of course. Uh, it's, it's like, uh, you know, uh, if you have uh, a gene uh, set that is uh, causing you uh, to have more, be prone to high cholesterol than your neighbor, well, you'll have to take more care mm-hmm. and you can compensate in, in making more exercise. So that's more or less the same. Okay, I want to thank you very much uh, for your time and your input today. We, uh, we appreciate it. Certainly appreciate it and because it's a very important uh, challenge for, for Canada and the world. Thank you so much. Happy Canada Day, Doctor. Thank you. Happy Canada Day to everyone. Okay, we've been do- uh, joined by Dr. Yves Jonat, who is a scientific director at the Canadian Institute of Health Research, Institute of Aging, and the chair of the World Dementia Council. Uh, we've got a seminar coming up, uh, my friend, very shortly. Yeah, so health is the concern. How long will I be living? What are some of the issues? What are some of the risks from a health perspective? Also, how do I, how do I actually maximize my life, lifestyle while minimizing my risk in my portfolio mm-hmm. at the same time? That's a very uh, complex situation, and we're going to talk you, you through all the strategies that we have to reach those goals on Tuesday, July 25th, 7 p.m. at the Crowfoot Co-op Wine and Spirits. Now you need to reserve your seat, so give us a call, 966-8400, 966-8400, or go to our website at morethemoneyradio.com. If you don't use it, you lose it, and we're talking about your brain as you get older. Let's talk about going back to school in retirement on News Talk 770 and More Than Money.
David Popovich and Faisal Carmeli are portfolio managers and investment advisors with CIBC Woodgundy in Calgary. The views of David Popovich and Faisal Carmeli do not necessarily reflect those of CIBC World Markets, Inc. Clients are advised to seek advice regarding their particular circumstances from their personal tax and legal advisors. If you are currently a CIBC Woodgundy client, please contact your investment advisor. CIBC Woodgundy is a division of CIBC World Markets, Inc., a subsidiary of CIBC and a member of the Canadian Investor Protection Fund and Investment Industry Regulatory Organization of Canada.